Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here again for a, uh, another episode of Finding Meaning, a podcast that I hope helps you as much as it helps me. Uh, you know, the reason I do this podcast is simply to, uh, well, I do it for a couple reasons. You know, I need some place to uh, talk, <laughs> vent, uh, share what I am learning spiritually, and I hope that you take whatever you can from my experience and apply it to yours in in some way. Again, I'll say this again, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. You don't have to believe that we have a false self and we have created a false reality out of that false self. That's up to you to decide. Uh, I will tell you, and I know that you probably don't know me, maybe a few of you do, but I, I will tell you that this is no joke to me, uh, that I have come by the lessons. Hi, Shadow. I have come by the lessons uh, and this theory um, that brought me, uh, the lessons that brought me to this theory have been numerable, intense, and lifelong. And so I simply say that to say that I'm not just getting on here spouting stuff. Uh, I'm sincere. I truly believe, folks, I, I truly believe that we are born into a world where we are not taught who we really are. And because of that, out of that lack of knowing ourselves, we have created a world that doesn't know who it really is. And that's it. That to me is, um, I, there's, I think there's more to explore. There's more uh, sort of ideas and concepts that I am personally exploring than that. But what I want to share with you is just this one aspect of finding meaning uh, because it's what I believe to be demonstrably true. That we don't know how to be authentically fully human. We don't know how to be the loving, appreciative, grace-filled, patient, uh, generous, inclusive, diverse humans that we are meant to be. Why and where we got off track, I I can't tell you. I don't know, you know. the, the, the myth of, of Adam and Eve, which I believe to just be a myth, it's, it's just a, a way to try to explain how we humans have got lost. We are outside of the garden. You know, that's just one myth. There are several myths about where we have, you know, left the garden, left the truth. Um, to quote the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song, um, you know, we, we have bought into the devil's barter. We're outside of the garden and we've got to get back you know, to paraphrase, uh, that we, for whatever reason, have not learned to be the authentic self that we're meant to be. So today I, I got a little bit of time, so I might get a little bit long-winded, 
I'll try never to go over 20 minutes for, for your sake. I want to honor, uh, you know, that, that time that you give to this. But I do have a little bit, I think I have a little bit of time, unless someone pulls in or something here to the house, to, uh, to try to talk a little bit more in detail about the theory and about uh, how we recognize it. You know, uh, for a long time in my life, I believed that what I was taught as a child, uh, as an adult, uh, was, was who I should be. And I think that's a very common thing. We are taught by the people we love how to function. What we don't understand is that the people that we love, and it's really no fault of their own, they don't know how to function. And therefore, we pass on dysfunction after dysfunction after dysfunction. We just sort of move things along. Uh, you know, my, my parents were not very engaged. Uh, f- they certainly were not engaged for my sake. If they were engaged at all, it was something they were deriving out of being a parent or, or what have you. And, and, you know, my mother taught me to try to escape pain. And that your pain is always someone else's fault. And these are not, and I'm not trying to be mean or, or belittle her memory. She passed away many years ago. Um, almost 20 years ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, what I'm saying is that she learned that from her parents. They learned that from their parents. And it's not anyone's fault. There's no, this is not a blame thing. My father... Well, is still to this day, he's in his 80s, his early 80s, is still a person who does not have the capacity to think about other people. And again, I don't say that to be mean. I don't say that to be harsh. I'm simply saying it because it's, it's, it's what he learned to be. He, he learned from his parents, they learned from their parents, that, you know, all that really matters is that you get your money in the bank. Forget about the other person. It's a dog-eat-dog world. And those and many other traits are what they taught me because they didn't know anything else. There was nothing else to teach me. That's how they survived the world. That's how they were going to uh, try to whatever level they could engage with their children to teach them how to live in the world. And we pay a price for that. And the price we pay is that we don't know ourselves. And when we don't know ourselves, we construct a life out of the ignorance of our authentic self. And then we end up in all sorts of of um, dysfunctional places. We end up acting out of real dysfunction of, of personality. Uh, you know, uh, 
drugs and alcohol were a part of my past. Um, uh, bad choices around relationships were a part of my distant past. I've now been married almost 26 years to the love of my life. Uh, but, you know, I, in my past, I was operating out of uh, those things that I was taught. Now, here is something that I'll share with you that, that I think we forget. Once I began to understand that on some, on some deep level, I, I, w- I reached out for other sorts of um, road signs, other sorts of maps to become uh, a full human being. And I bought in for many years the wrong kind of map. Once I figured out that what my parents had taught me was not producing anything positive in my life, and I found some some um, clear thinking and spirituality, I then sought around the world, sought around the reality for a, a reality that I could use as some sort of, of steering mechanism, as some sort of map to try to get through life. And so then I, I delved into New Age spirituality and, and then ultimately into Christianity, uh, leading into the ministry. And you know, there was a time in my life when I thought, wow, this is, you know, this is sort of where I should be. And then I discovered uh, that even that was dysfunctional because that, those things, those structures are created out of people who don't know themselves also. Just like my parents, these so-called uh, elders of the tribe, if you will, these so-called called apart leaders were just as dysfunctional in in different ways maybe but still just as dysfunctional as my parents and again i'm not criticizing they don't know any better these people who offered me excuse me why i closed my my screen door uh these people who offered me these roadmaps to to serenity or to God or to an understanding of reality, their intentions were probably good for the most part. Not all of them. That's a different, that's a different, uh, that's a different podcast because I think there are people who don't have good intentions for you in this world. But, you know, I, I think most people were like, well, okay, uh, I'm going to help this guy, this kid. And, and I came to learn, and this was really the epiphany I had about five years ago. Um, that uh, that that was just as dysfunctional because they're just learning or they're just living. Uh, they're just uh, creating these systems, these religious institutions, these political institutions, these um, theories about what it means to be a human being out of what they've learned. Um, and so I don't blame. What I can say, though, and I, I want to say, is that, you know, we are all products of what we have been taught to be. And we are all trying our best. And, and even this theory that I'm sharing with you now comes from something I have learned and experienced. So, there's got to be more, right? Because I'm just a human being. 
And so I'm not going to sit up here and claim that I know that that this thing that I'm sharing with you is the end all be all of truth. However, uh, I think what's important is the fact that that we can say that is, is what's important. That we don't offer anyone, you know, uh, that we try not to offer people the false reality that's already created. I, I can't explain to you, folks. Let me get a little personal. Let me get a little feel. Let's, let's put a little feel into it here. Uh, the moment I understood that we are raised in and taught to function in a false reality because we live out of a false self as humans was earth shattering to me. It was the single biggest epiphany I have ever had in my life. Uh, you can believe that or not, but I am telling you that this concept is so far outside of what has been offered to me as a spiritual seeker <clears throat> that it is completely different. Now, I'm not the first one to say reality uh, is a false construct, or I'm not the first one to say that we don't know ourselves. I mean, read Freud, <laughs> read Carl Jung, read Richard Rohr, you know, read the ancient mystics, uh, male and female, a whole history of people saying the same thing. But it wasn't until the realization, it wasn't until it went from a, a conceptual thinking to, oh my God, <laughs> this is a reality. I had the biggest, oh my God moment uh, about five years ago. And as I look, you know, to my past, I see that everything was leading up to me and that, oh my God moment. Uh, and, and I hope, my, my hope for this podcast is that it somehow helps you get to your own oh my God moment. I'm not going to offer you the map. <clears throat> I'm not going to say if you believe XYZ or if you take XYZ sacrament or if you adhere to XYZ, you're going to get somewhere. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. I think that's a mass a massive failure of human spirituality when we try to quantify it. I can only invite you to know that there's more than we think. There's more than I think going on, and there's more than you think going on. There's more that I have been taught is going on, and there's more that you have been taught that is going on in reality. And all we can do then is just accept the revelation or the epiphanies that are offered to us. So <clears throat> that's where I'm at. I am in a place where I am transitioning from, and we're always transitioning, but this is probably the most profound transition um, I've ever experienced. You know, even even through finding sobriety, even through 
um, sort of those initial uh, God moments that were true and real, and I had them. This is, this is transforming who I am from a base reality perspective. I no longer see reality the same way. And so I no longer try to fix myself through the mechanisms that are created by this reality <clears throat> because I have come to see them, and I think rightfully so for me and possibly for others, that the things that we employ to try to fix ourselves, to try to make ourselves more spiritual, are just a product of an, a falsely constructed reality. I, I see it on the news. I, I hear it in religious people talking. I see it in academics. We can't resolve anything because we're not really trying. We can't. We don't know how. We don't know how to solve issues of addiction or poverty or economic uh, discrepancies. Uh, we, we don't know how to <clears throat> solve the problem of, of violence and racism because we keep trying to solve it through the rubric, through the construct that is false. Because we don't know who we are, we construct that false rubric, that false uh, reality. Something that is false cannot fix something that is false. And so we have to go to the real. And this podcast is about inviting you to what is real. I'm not telling you that I have all the answers. I'm not telling you that I fully understand all that is real. What I'm saying is that if you want to Give purpose and meaning. If you want to find that meaning, thus the name of the podcast, you will not do it in the construct of the reality that we have been taught. You will not find, and I stand behind this, in my opinion, you will not find true meaning about what it means to be human in a reality that's constructed through what it doesn't mean to be human. <laughs> And, you know, boy, that was like a laser right in the brain for me when I finally understood that. You know, why isn't church changing me? Why isn't self-help changing me? Why aren't these spiritualities changing me? Why, why can't I um, find a, a way to become what I'm supposed to become? And the reason ended up being because I kept looking for myself in the wrong place. I kept looking for myself in the false place. It's that simple. We cannot find real meaning in a reality that's constructed out of something that isn't real. And that reality is constructed out of false concepts, false knowledge, and ignorance about what it means to be human. <sighs> there you have it, folks. Um, just wanted to share a few things. Uh, take what you need and keep looking. We'll talk to you later. I thank you for your time. Peace.